everybody. It's Cameron Jones here with the Cult Classic Podcast, along with my co-host, Mark Nussel, Jordan Jones, and special guest once again for the Halloween season, Chris Reimer. Don't, sorry. don't. I'm do sorry. That. Don't I'm do sorry. That. <laughs> that was intense. Oh, I did forget. I should have like Jordan Bones. We're in the holiday season. Nah, right? we're not we're... doing that Simpsons thing. Uh, as you know, we're in the Halloween spirit. We're going to keep <laughs> wow. you with. <laughs> we're not doing it we're in the holiday season i don't know if we're in the spirit it doesn't seem like <laughs> we're in the holiday season and we're gonna keep it going with poltergeist a young family are visited by ghosts in their home at first the ghosts appear friendly moving objects around the house to the amusement of everyone then they turn nasty and start to terrorize the family before they kidnap the youngest daughter carol ann Will the family be able to find unconventional help to reclaim their daughter from the beyond or the housekeeper forever? Poltergeist. It's a classic lesson. If you're going to build on a graveyard, you got to move the bones and not just the tombstones. You, gotta you move didn't the move the bodies. They're here. They certainly are here. You know, terrifying special effects. It truly. For some reason, I forget it's Steven Spielberg. It's a great movie. Directed by Toby Hooper, um, the guy who brought you Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2. And also the Billy Idol Dancing With Myself music video. Nice. Toby Hooper, starring Craig T. Nelson, Joe Beth Williams, Beatrice Strait, Dominic Dune, Heather O'Rourke. Michael McManus and Oliver Robin. Do we say the real star of the movie, Zelda Rubenstein? Do we get her in there? They linger in a perpetual dream state, Caroline. Good scary child. Good good scary kid. Maybe too scary. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Poltergeist. The house is clean. Alrighty, this movie is directed by Toby Hooper. Uh, like I not said earlier, Steven Spielberg. I was not mistaken. Steven Spielberg. It, it's, it's it's tricky because there's definitely definitely Spielberg elements to the um to the film. Why like his name is, being all over the front credits. <laughs> yeah, why that is is because the the story is by Steven Spielberg, and one of the few writing credits that you get from Steven Spielberg is from this movie as well. Um, is it like a Tim Burton scenario where like he did everything except direct it? And uh, uh, and, like, he- and funny enough, there there's a little bit of unverified that he like. Kind of took it over because I think he even quoted like Toby Hooper wasn't really a, um, up a leader the, up to the occasion. So oh, he well. kind of sounds like he just kind of just just. I'm going to defend down. Toby here on this one and be like Steven Spielberg didn't think he was up to snuff, <laughs> but I'm sure that there was a lot of micromanaging from his producing. Jordan, I don't know pedestals. if you said this on air, but I think it is because like ET was going on like the same time. Yeah, yeah. So he had, he had his he had his fingers in he a lot a full of play. jars. Full plate. Mm-hmm. Um, also written by Michael Grace and Mark Victor. They, I think they went on to do at least the second one, maybe the third one. Um, nice. Yep. M- music by Jerry Goldsmith. This guy, we've talked to him, or we've talked about him before. We've he's talked he's to done him. like Hoosiers, Gremlins. Um, okay. like, just he's check out his IMDb. Wait, yeah, he's Gremlins, in, he's in Gremlins. That guy had a couple other things too, but I can't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah, go back and listen to Gremlins. <laughs> Turns out it was Poltergeist. Air Force One. Oh, um, funny enough, I, just, I was just at... Um, Epcot Disney World. He he did the um, the music for Soren. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, cool. Yep. Oh, you know the one ride at Epcot. <laughs> it is a creepy <laughs> one of the two yeah. rides at Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> um, they got the wine and cheese festival though coming up, right? So that's sweet. It's going on right now. There you go. Uh, on to the cast, Craig T. Nelson plays Mister Furling, Steve Furling. Chris, give me give me what you got from him. Yeah, it's the you old- know him from oh, Coach C- Craig T. Your only note. Uh, he's in The Incredibles. I can tell you that yeah, he's much. He's Mr. Incredible. 
He's Mr. And then Coach. Uh, I never watched Coach, but he's and the, Coach. He's coach the main. is what I remember Co- him from. Coach was like late night reruns, and yep. when I was a kid, and I would watch it. I really like. Yeah, you were a big fan. Based of off recall. of, based off of uh, Hayden Fry, loosely based off of Iowa Hawkeye coach Hayden Fry. Really? Maybe I'd like that then. Mm-hmm. Not it's even because fact. of Iowa. Also. Stay tuned for whenever, however many Christmases it takes this podcast to get to the Family Stone. It's going to be a while, bud. Oh, God damn it. All right. right. Well, stay tuned to that. <laughs> I hate that movie. Maybe it'll be a Christmas in July movie. Sure. I can do that. Joe Beth Williams <laughs> plays Diane Freeling. Um, she, the only thing I know her from, she's the mom from Jungle to Jungle. Oh. She's like, she's oh. like the professor mom who's on the island. Would not have recognized yep. her from that. But you wouldn't have yes. recognized we her do, there either. We do 90s movies. We'll probably get to that eventually. God, I love Jungle to Jungle. I was going to say, Mark will be so happy. <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing um, problematic in that movie. <laughs> I'm sure it depicts uh, whatever culture he jungled from. It's culturally uh, uh, accurate, I'm pretty sure. Okay, cool. Then we'll do it. Uh, on to the, uh, the kids. We've got the oldest daughter, Dana Freeling. She's not much in After Poltergeist. I think there's maybe a couple things, and then um, I'm pretty I'll get sure into she's one unver- of the actresses that died part of the curse. Yeah, a lot of I'll get into people- it unverified. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into the a, curse moving forward. There's a Poltergeist curse going on here. Um, uh, the younger brother, uh, Oliver Robbins. Why did I say C I M D B? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> you guys remember, you guys remember IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> yeah no it's usually nah, it's usually a prompt for me to see like he's in a bunch of shit but like it's almost just too much to uh, right in shit i think okay he's, he, he did a lot but we'll you know we don't uh, know heather o'rourke the creepy little girl um she's in yeah the first poltergeist well she also passed she's away all the way to three days she passed away. Oh, she's all the way through three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, Jordan. I'm sorry. She's in one, two, and three. Um, we'll get to her during the Poltergeist curse, which will just flood our unverified section. Uh, Doctor Lesh, Beatrice Strait. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in an Audrey Hepburn movie called The Nun Story, and that's really all that I thought was notable. Hmm. Don't know. It. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that, I with these her. older movies, this is kind of what it's going to be like. Um, Michael McManus, Ben, the neighbor. He's just in a lot of TV stuff. Police Academy. Mark, you Ford, say this: just... the my mom mm-hmm. will be calling me later to tell me all about these people who we don't. Oh, know. I'm sure. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm sure. You don't know. This just this? isn't our so... wheelhouse necessarily. Yeah. Shout out, mom. Just kind of going down the line here of, of some notable ones that are kind of interesting. Uh, Martin Martin Casella, which is uh, the guy who gets his face ripped off by his himself in the mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in RoboCop 2 and a funny a funny little notable thing is he was the assistant to Steven Spielberg on the set for Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark hmm. oh, he no, was okay. just Steven Spielberg's assistant and he cast him as the guy that we're going to rip his face apart <laughs> I want to see that on celluloid uh, Jeff the guy who spills his beer at the beginning or like the kids like fuck with him and he spills the beer brings it into the house during the football game Jeff Yeah. he's um He's uh, on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's like, he's the bald guy. Oh wait, like the two like heavy, the gross guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. So not the not the one with the kind of like the high and tight cut. cut, but the yeah. Okay, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Interesting. He's Brooklyn Nine Nine. Also in John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Oh, nice. Tangina Tangina comes back for Poltergeist One, Two, and Three. Um, Richard Lawson. He's in All My Children. Well, that should be it for. Uh, cast and crew. Anybody else, guys? Uh, let's move on to Unverified. 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 
Welcome to the Cold Classic Movie Phone. The date is June 4th, 1982. And currently in theaters this month, you could have seen The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. E.T. with our boy Spielberg. Grease 2, which I'll make us do someday because we've done Grease 1 now. Where does the pollen go? Bump. Attack Force Z, some Mel Gibson movie. Uh, Hanky Panky, a comedy with Gene Wilder. Firefox, some futuristic space thing with Clint Eastwood. Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. Blade Runner with Harrison Ford. But you chose Poltergeist. A lot of good movies in the theater. Pretty good movies. uh, Good little summer. So should we just start with The Curse? I guess so. Sure. We've already we're, we're already talking about it. So famously, they used real skeletons in the pit at the end, and they did not tell the actors or actresses at the time until they were done. Supposedly, they didn't think fake ones would look real enough. So thought, where do you? I get heard just, it was because it was cheaper. Is this why the curse is a curse? Is this why like it came to be? Eh, that's the it's theory, multifaceted, yes. but it has to be something. Wow. But I also saw that they're like it might be too expensive to get fake bones, and I'm yeah. like, how why is that? How real would, bones? Yeah. How, yeah. Where do you just find dead? Explain yourself. Bodies? Yeah, that's, I've been watching. Yeah, the they're free. You just got to dig them up. Tell me that a fake skeleton costs more than my skeleton. I guess so. Well, I know that you have to pay for fake bones, and you can dig up real bones. So I pre-sell my skeleton. <laughs> Uh, but going into the curse, uh, Heather O'Rourke, the youngest uh, daughter in the movie, she died at the age of 12 of intestinal stenosis. I mean, the, hers goes a lot deeper than that. She kind of had a pretty bad deterioration. She had like a uh, cardiac arrest at like school lunch. Mm, yeah, two cardiac arrest. I mean, that Cameron, your, whatever your scientific name for that, well, that was. It, it was because like, she had, that, like, she, like, had a heart attack at school, which is crazy. Uh, Dominique Dunn or Dune Dunn, uh, Dana, 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 Jesus, I'm failing here. So that the first one was Carol Ann and the second one is Dana, the oldest Dana, daughter. the oldest daughter. She was stabbed to death, I believe by an ex-boyfriend strangled, uh, strangled to death. Sorry. And now I'm confusing this with, uh, five days after that at the age of 22, Lou Perryman, uh, who plays Pugsley possibly in a different one was killed with an ax by a 26 year old man named Seth Christopher Tuttum. There's, I mean, apart from just these people who were part of the main cast on these movies, there's also been crew that have gotten sick and died as well, I believe. So, like, it goes also just, it just there's a lot of people getting sick and dying. Jordan, in our program. generation, a, we call this the, uh, the Madden curse. They just have a bad guys? season of football. <laughs> this is the Madden curse. But I'll tell you what, can't take down Craig T. Nelson. I'll tell you that much. Sure can't. <laughs> Went through unscathed. Speaking of Craig T. Nelson, let's talk about the husband, Stephen, and uh, the wife's uh, character. Sure. So in the movie, you're going to see uh, the wife's uh, Stephen talking to his boss or somebody about, we had Diana 16 and and my wife's 32 and I'm 33. So they did the math. We all did the math that that means that they had their first kid then were 16. Teen Is everybody situation. with me on that? Yep. yep. Yeah. Math. Which, honestly, I kind of liked watching the movie we, from yeah, that We were like, oh, she's a teen mom. Good for She's her. a teen mom. Did but you, it turns you, out yeah, that... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, so it it turns out this is uh this is Steve's second marriage. That's not explained in the movie, but the source material, the novel, explains that. We so. should just know okay. is what you're saying. Yeah, which assumes... Yeah, the, 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 they definitely don't explain that in the movie, though, correct? They no, do we're not all thinking all. that they she do. had her first kid when she's 16. Yeah, no. we, yeah, I was definitely doing the math as well didn't you know and, and i just you know I, I i nodded my hat as just she, she's an accomplished teen mom 
It's the 80s. It's 1982, and that's what happens. But it's not that she was a teen mom. It's that he would have been like 21, and that's the weird part. Yeah, True. definitely a little weird there. <laughs> I uh, anyway. I have a, a kind of something that we've alluded to earlier is that uh, E.T. was also in theaters at the time, uh, and Drew Barrymore was actually considered for the role of Carol Ann originally, uh, but the producer, Steven Spielberg, wanted to have someone more angelic. Uh, but it was Barry Moore's audition. I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he found her. But yeah. sure. Well, you, she's More somewhat ang- angelic, but creepy, creepy, creepy. Uh, uh, DB DB yeah, would have been a good cast. Uh, I mean, that's chalk. Landed her the role in ET. So, um, I worked think he saw. I think so. Steven I think it worked Spielberg out saw Steven Spielberg saw the actor that played Carol Ann. Um, I like the universal lot when he was having lunch. She was with her parents. He's like, I'm going to cast that person oh, and curse her. She's with her good. mother and sister on the set of MGM or on the MGM studios. Was she just like a patron or was she like doing? Oh, yes, she, I saw yeah, that. She was just with her mom. Yeah. And then Steven Spielberg saw her on the lot and was like, you I should have kind of weird. Movie. Right? <laughs> Little- I think I think anytime you hear a story, this is how somebody got cast. A producer saw my kid eating lunch. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. How long? Yeah. Like the full thing is uh, her so the first amazing. audition. She was yeah. she was supposed to be afraid, but she kept giggling throughout her whole audition. So Steven Spielberg told her to come back, but this time bring a scary story. And he asked her to scream, and she screamed until she started crying, and that's what got her the uh, the role. Apparently, huh? Mm. <laughs> As long as we're on a uh, Spielberg, uh, Time Magazine dubbed uh, the summer of '82 as the Spielberg summer because this film ET uh, and ET were released a week apart from one another. What I thought was kind of cool is that they um, they relaunched, they re-released it, I think, to theaters in October to kind of capitalize on the Halloween. Oh, or, nice Halloween Spooky weekend season. or whatever. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, that they, also on that, Poltergeist Special Effects uh, and Score were both nominated for Oscars that year, but they lost to Steven Spielberg for E.T. So no matter what, he came out a winner that year. So that's <laughs> he said, suck cool. it, Toby. Yeah. Sucks to be like part of the crew of Poltergeist knowing that his passion project probably was E.T. that whole time. Uh, Chris was talking about that. We've I know this has come up before, but the rating on this yeah. movie and how it got there. Chris, take it away. Uh, yeah. So this movie was originally given an R rating, um, you know, but uh, the filmmakers filmmakers protested and uh, got to get, have a PG rating, which is crazy to me because PG thirteen didn't exist at the time. This movie is kind of what brought a, brought along the PG thirteen. Um, it's two Spielberg's ones. This was a big one, and then uh, Raiders. Sorry, uh, Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was another one that was a PG or might have been the first PG thirteen rating. They're like, we can need something in the middle, guys. It can't just <laughs> yeah. be this or that, right? <laughs> There's got to be. We something can't just be else. letting kids into these murder <laughs> movies. Yeah. Uh, so when Robbie uh, is being strangled by the clown arms uh, in that scene, he cries out, I can't breathe. And Steven Spielberg and, uh, thought he was just improvising and ad-libbing. Uh, but then he started turning purple. So Spielberg ran over to him and had to remove the clown arms from his neck. And kind of on the similar thing, uh, Heather O'Rourke said that the only thing that she... Uh, was scared about while filming the movie was the scene where she was hanging on the bedpost and in the air with the fan. Apparently, that you mean a third of her screen time? Yeah, but apparently that she was like actually crying, and then Stephen had to rush in and like hug her, and then sit, the promise they they got it. We got the shot. We won't do this again. <laughs> we're good. We're good. But we do have two more scenes just like this. So I hope you're so ready gear for those. up and get in the harness. <laughs> 
This this one does have a million facts. Yeah, it does but, have so many. But we can you go know, on about it. This is a do yourself a favor. Watch whatever documentary. Watch whatever YouTube channel is. Read about the curse. That's the fun stuff. Because now we're going to tell know. you our opinions on it. Let's move on to <laughs> yeah. questions, comments, and animosities. Welcome to Question, Common Animosity. Comment. Thank God TV's on all night now, huh? There's not the oh. just patriotic send-off, but I can just choose. I mean, there's a lot of problems with streaming, but whew, thank God TV's on all the time. True that. But also, kind of love the nostalgic factor of a national anthem playing at the end of the night. We know we're in America. God bless us, everyone. What the I mean, fuck was he watching? Was he? What was that it? was that was confusing. So that's just how they signed yeah, off. The yeah, TV. yeah. Like, TV hey, we're just, shutting this off. Yeah, when TV just ended yeah. their national broadcast, they'd be like, "And here's the was? Na- yeah, yeah, oh, just the yeah. end of TV for the night." That's yeah. not because that was a question. Yeah, no, that was just, a question. We're, we're, we're just too young. Yeah, it's like how we don't how kids yeah, now just don't know just, what portable because there's only like are. a couple channels, you know. So you know, whatever time of night they just were like, "We're done. Good night." Now is that how everybody signed off? They're like, "Hey, hit the national anthem." It's Maybe time to go to bed. at least Shut the channel off. he was on. You know, I'm, I'm... Oh, okay, okay. So you guys came to that conclusion yourself. It's really, like, this is the end. The of remake, it. the 2015 remake, should have just done like the DVD, like like play screen of like okay. oh, girls that actually or something. Be a good, that would have been that'd good. be a good way to go in on loop and then glitching. Yeah. yeah, that's scary. Uh, yeah. cool. Just question: What do you do when your kids are clearly talking to spirits and being creepy? What do you do, Jordan? What yeah, are you going to do if your son is just? Clear, well, like even well, yeah, clearly the TV. You got to start the there. You got to start somewhere, and it's turn off the TV. Yeah, Jordan, yeah, watch you the turn off the TV. Don't let it happen. Don't like encourage you, okay. it to happen. So here's the deal: you're definitely gonna if your kids are talking to spirits, you're not gonna react right away, right? Because you're like these kids don't know shit. But what I'm not gonna do is uh, make a circle in my kitchen, no. put my kid yeah. in the middle of it, and let that spirit drag it back and forth. Can we my talk about spouse gets home? happy she was like genuinely ha- like oh my yeah. my stars where our family's being affected by poltergeist like they were happy about it at the beginning she didn't know it was a poltergeist it could have been a friendly spirit but yeah you don't dick around with yeah, it she just way. popped like an old plastic uh st louis uh st louis rams helmet and just let her slide across the kitchen floor uh can i rewind real quick they just were because- smoking a doobie beforehand they don't they might not be the best parents Ooh, i like to use doobie they're the coolest, so they're rad. Yeah, 80s they're like they, are, they were super cool parents. Yeah, they're definitely teenage parents. Yeah, at least teenage mom. But, you know, go back to our own verified. All right, uh, you want to go back? I had an early animosity that really had nothing to do with the movie, but more just a comment. Mm-hmm. Real dick move bringing all those spraying beers into the house. What is oh, that? Oh, actually, doing? let me let me even rewind a second. First off, that guy biking the beers—you just run over those toy cars. You don't—that yep. that shouldn't be a problem. Never should have fallen. Yeah. Uh, number two, he left a ton of beers behind. Yep. And then number three, he sprayed everybody so with that beer. And then spraying. number four, he says, "What did I miss? He just biked to go get beer and came back. You missed the third quarter, dude. We can't like yeah, look at the you score. Lot. Can we assume that he has that's a, a that's DUI a subdivision. of some kind? You're, you're at most. You're at quickest a ten minute." Bike right oh, away. Yeah, easy. The, oh, it's either DUI or just already too drunk to drive, but no one's going to pull me over on a bike. It's the 80s. Uh, yeah, no, so, nobody cared in the 80s. Yeah, so I think it's a little bit So I that. actually do have an animosity about the beer spilling. Mm-hmm. 
it sprayed for an absurd amount of time. Yeah, so much. Movie magic amount movie of time. Amount. Yeah. I'd like to okay, get maybe that was my animos- It was just like, guy, you're not getting the message. Your beer's going everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's like it's, it's as big as this play is. Everybody, you're ruining everybody's yeah. fourth quarter, right? Or the the rest of this game. We're all spritzed. The couch with beer. is soaked. And what was he eating there? No. Was it chili? Uh, and we we know that's definitely if it's 1982. That cloth couch. That just absorbing absorbs the everything. shit out of it's it. It's smelling like yeah. that for a while. Question, do you flush a bird? Is that what you do with a bird body? She. That's what she wanted to do with it. Can can toilets in the 80s take a bird carcass? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no they absolutely can't. <laughs> you just reminded no, me no, of no. My, one of my... Uh, so, about the birds. So, then they have this nice proper burial. A yeah, great burial. Uh, but it's definitely... You know, if anybody ever found that box... Oh, I did say that to Chris. <laughs> Imagine, like, the neighbor, just someone in the future, like, finding a box with a bird skeleton, a picture of a family, and a wilted rose inside of it. And, like... Yeah, that's what a cur- curse. That's a curse. Someone definitely put a curse on this property. Yeah, but you're you're gonna get a blanket of coverage with like you know a full cemetery's body still there. So you're like ah whatever. Oh, that's weird true. place. Yeah. They're probably really weird place going on here. Hopefully no one else moved there. <laughs> uh, I, um, okay, here here here's some here's some as long as we're at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the cat call that the pool workers are giving to that 16 year old daughter. I was gonna say that, and too. I like it even less that the mom's just like oh boy those guys. <laughs> And then very those 80s, guys, very 80s. coffee's hot. Get it while it's good. Yeah. Well, then he crosses another boundary. He's like leaning in, eating yeah. their food, <laughs> drinking coffee. Yeah, like, who is this guy? Like, I get that it's like maybe part of construction crew. He's with. He's like a husband's friend. But that makes it even worse that they're cat calling my sixteen year old daughter. You yeah, know who that is? I don't like that cat. I took it more as she can hold her own. The mom is a little proud. That okay, she's gonna be all right. <laughs> oh. She gave him the bird. Yeah, yeah. She's, 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 I, yeah. Did, I did respect she the knows. finger. That was yeah. some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, we did say it a second ago, but just comment. I always do forget that the parents are kind of just cool pot-smoking hippies in yep. this, and they're kind of kind of fun. Also, I will say they're Steve very is, wasteful of all the greenery on that bed. It's yeah, I was going to say, Steve place. is spilling pot all, all over, over the bedspread. Yeah. But they're spilling. just very open with it about the kids. They're coming in, and she takes one more pull and then puts it out to Daddy, be like, come here. Daddy, yeah. what's that oh. smell? <laughs> Was that also a little like risque for eighty two? I feel like it feels like it I is. Mean, at least so for a PG movie. That... For a PG movie. <laughs> well, it was Cali, rated R. I assume. So I think with Mark, I yep. agree that it's the, the California experience that it's okay. You get a pass or something. Oh, I do have this question. Um, I'm 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 am t- talking I'm talking with doobie smokers. You know, on the on the on the other sides of these cameras. <laughs> sure. Um. They rolled definitely two joints. Is that a little too much for a nightcap? Dude, uh, he was just swaggy weed. That they're okay, talking. you're just saying it was 1982. It was less potent. You need a couple spliffs. Yeah, it's it's just brick weed. They're smoking. I imagine. okay, okay. Uh, that checks. That checks. Question to you guys now: How would you have gone about looking for help in a time without the internet? How or the Travel Channel and their spooky broadcasting to know these things? Like, how did they find that original Doctor Andor? Well. I think they made the right choice, the 100% by not, not going, going to, to any authorities. Because I'll tell you what, if we start poking behind doors, one missing kid is not going to be the end of their no. problem. Oh, definitely no. not. Yeah, but well, we, there are questions with that. They're like, how long is Carol Ann missing? Yeah, it seems before like they get in contact. Days, but it, it seems weeks. It feels like weeks. I think we're. I think we're about a work week. Based on how Steve's boss oh, reacts, yeah, to that's him. true. It's yeah. at least one. So you've week. been out for whatever. Nobody's seen your kids. So but... these paranormal investigators are local. Then by how quick they got in there, in the I'm 80s. Imagining. Once you go through the yellow pages, where, where's your next step? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, asking. I don't you know. Know. What do you do? You don't have forums they... or like a like a Reddit board that you can go to. 
I mean, I would go to my church. The satanic panic was big at the time, so I'd be asking for help with that. I, yeah. the I like that they church. didn't go to the church or the authorities. Did they show how we got uh, a Dr. No, Lesh she just kind of involved? She's just kind of there, right? Yeah, well, like, yeah, all of a sudden it's them being like, we've tried everything, but we haven't gone to the cops, though. Um, yeah, that is risky, I will though. say this, though. I will say this, though. It's been a bit since I've seen this movie. So in the rewatch... I didn't realize how quickly things get going. Oh, oh yeah. It's Very pretty much we're smoking right a doobie, and then that night, night one, we're dealing with a closet situation yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we lose Carol Ann, like, right away. Right off the bat. Yeah. And, and Did you, so what's the son's name? I forget. Robbie or... Robbie, Robbie I think. So That's he's Robbie. obviously terrified by this clown. Why does he just let it just be there at the foot of his bed? Yeah. That's not on yeah. Robbie. Yeah. That's not on Robbie. That's on Steve and Diane. That's you on know, Steve and Diane for even buying the damn thing. <laughs> That's true. True, that's true. True, but he has a choice. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, the lights are Drag- on. You got to push that in the closet or something. You know, you don't just drape it in a terrifying yeah. sheet that'll move in the wind and like. No, nah, well, he's, making- he's having know. an issue, I've- Robbie. He's scared of trees. He's scared of tree. Just that plants. tree is scary. He's scared of lightning. Tree is scary, and um, I don't know if I'm speaking just on behalf of myself, but Cameron and I uh, shared a room growing up uh, when we were young. We had a big old tree outside our house, it was a creepy. Uh, our window, and I did not like that because of this movie. It really affected. I me. was also not that- a fan of that tree when I was younger, or just looking out the window late at night. Uh, the tree also, thing- can I talk about the tree scene? Just yeah. close the blinds. Close the blinds. That's just it. Oh, yeah, oh, easy yeah. peasy. Also, close the blinds. Sure. I didn't like the dad's whole, like, excuses to, like, why. He was like, it's a old, important. It's a clearly dead, dead tree. He was stoned yeah. out of Mark, his board. Mark, he was in his defense, his he just had, sorry, Chris, he just had two joints. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's not thinking straight. He's like, he's I'm trying not to put his kid. He's like, shut up and go to bed. I'll, we're not dealing with the old tree tonight. <laughs> I just smoked my, my bedtime joints, and I'm going to go fill up your mom. Go to bed. The tree's the tree. It's going to be there tomorrow. I'm not thinking like about it was how like much a tobacco, it's going to cost to cut down this tree. Like a cigar box like a normal stoner would like put like their shit in you know yeah because i was like wait are they rolling just like some spliffs right now do you want a side note thing that just i i don't think we miss it societally Mm. uh carpet in the bathrooms and brass beds oh yeah just a bad idea don't like them at all yeah not a big fan just, yeah, especially if you're going to have so much paranormal activity and get goo everywhere. It's just going to absorb all of your yeah, carpet the in, the in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that ectoplasm is uh, very similar to Ghostbusters, but I would only ectoplasm I want in the bathroom is my own. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I want Mark's ectoplasm joke. everywhere. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Oh. Just question going back. How long it. do you go if your Carol Ann disappears before you have to call the cops? Or do you just try to... They try to cover it up, kind yeah, of. Yeah, even when the boss is like, haven't seen your daughter? Or are you guys around in a while? Uh, everything like, oh, okay over there? Not. Everything's fine. I don't you think my neighbors would Casey notice... Anthony this situation? Sweeping around. Well, I, think the, I, I definitely think his boss was <laughs> sniffing around for that type of situation, but he's he has his own type of crimes that are obviously going on. So he's but he he the boss was like, "Hey, you don't got to tell me if you murdered your daughter. Are you gonna? Are you like, coming sign? in on Tuesday? You're really going to be a partner. To us. We don't want to lose you. Can yeah. I say that's yeah. one of my my bigger animosities of the whole film? Is like I know it's the '80s, but I don't think you can just like demolish or build over a cemetery i think there's some permit rules you got to go oh there's definitely people who are going to be checking yeah stuff well there's a couple things on that another animosity he's like how would you like this spot Right here on this graveyard hill, this really old cemetery. Like the <laughs> they angle they're to giving the left us. Is, nah, I'm good. Yeah, 
And then number the number two, if that's just what's left, <laughs> that of was the, a real Shaun of the Dead. Like we were exposed to the graveyard that was completely in shot. If they would have just shown yeah, us the right, 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 like it wasn't hiding. No, it was about left. three acres of graveyard. And then yeah. number two, if that's just what's left of the graveyard, and you're telling me that whole valley is just graves, how big was this massive old graveyard? Burial site, he would yeah. know of that thing's existence. So I'm not defending the boss, but I I am questioning uh, Steve. You dug up a lot of foundations here. You ran into bones. This like this is obviously the first poltergeist situation. Yeah. And portal into the unknown. But there's definitely been bones. Yeah. It, like that's had to come up. They're a popping bunch. up from a rain at the end. Granted, maybe some evil dark magic poltergeist yeah, stuff. That's but some, yeah. <laughs> you're telling me you didn't hit any other bodies? Yeah. Um, here's a quote I love from the movie. Um, Mark, give me the, but you didn't bury, you gotta unbury the body. What's he saying? You, you didn't, you moved the headstones, but you yeah, didn't Cameron's move the one. bodies. You didn't move the bodies. You and didn't the guy's move like, the bodies. <laughs> yeah, it goes he, on. He, 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 the boss, though, is like, are you gonna extend your, are you gonna be a partner or not? Yeah, the bodies are still there. We're He's skipping like, a little bit to the bodies. Like, there's gotta be some legality problems with that house just disappearing into thin air like contracts mortgages banks people are wanting to know police what happened <laughs> nah, to that piece of is, land this is <laughs> it's this funny is from definitely gonna get perspective just like like closing on a house from hit like just like ah no that's there's gonna that, have to be the, people to that they're fucked on payments still i mean like they're gonna own so much on that house that doesn't exist anymore i guarantee this is getting chalked up as a gas leak yeah. <laughs> there's no way that you're gonna there's no way i mean well, i think there'll be some legality problems with the bodies unless they blow oh, up yeah, in the it gas seems leak. like the owner is gonna serve some jail time probably after this here's here's the real question i have so now that we're at a certain age where we're, we're in home ownership slash renting how long before you move you get out of there right away right oh as, as soon as, soon as, as I, things yeah. turns dark yeah i'm just crashing at mark's place until we find out how to get the spirits out so okay unfortunately it. in this scenario they they have carol ann stuck in the in, in mm, the afterlife okay. or wherever she's at I mean, right we're trying to get so carol once again. yeah once they do get her back oh big animosity. they really they really take their time there yeah they're slowly moving well these spirits are like she says they're gone now the house has been cleaned, which I love that she definitely lied yeah, about. Yeah, does it. she not have any like money back guarantee? Because she did not <laughs> deliver. Hey man, this was like her first time dealing with some heavy shit like this. She's never, you know, seen this. So I, I assume Cameron, you may have more expertise in this because you watch more ghost related shows. Yes, yeah, Chris, we got it, two experts on right now. Sorry, all these people are in speculation until they're really hit in the face with it. Right? Oh yeah. By the way, I do love those two guys that are just eating all their food all the time and just like chilling. <laughs> oh Marty, there. Marty yeah. just pulled Marty out like a ribeye uh, steak, helping yeah, himself to that, a ribeye steak. He takes a yeah. steak. That is ballsy. That's an animosity. Yeah. And this family's obviously Middle going through it. I gotta make a steak. Yeah, and if it's laying out in the fridge, that means someone was defrosting that and preparing it for tomorrow or something. It was like marinating. Megs and I, it Megs and I like are watching. Nice I'm like. It Did he? Oh yeah, it was red. It was juicy. I'm like, how is he gonna cook this? Gets out a pan. This guy's about to fry a steak in there and just smell <laughs> you, up you know their those house. Dog toys Ooh. that like are a steak, and they're like, yeah, that red yeah, yeah, and yeah. white marbly. Yeah, yeah it looked perfect. Like, oh, it was a beautiful. perfect looking steak. That was a beautiful piece of meat. I got an '80s uh, animosity comment for you. They just send that little boy by himself in a taxi alone with a dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's like they don't even they don't even as parents a lot's going on so i know they're under distress they don't even walk him to the taxi no, no. they just watch from the porch I thought like you funny. got it bobby ain't nothing going wrong now i don't even know what happens to their oldest daughter diana we just hiffany's this whole time and animosity if i'm her She's parents useless. and this she hysterical girl's always coming to my house and bringing maybe some of that with me you can't come over yeah. i heard your house is getting real weird you're no longer welcome here yeah no you got it now if you go to the source material she his first wife kid so nobody gives a shit about her well, that, so <laughs> I, mean, I guess the that's real an animosity situation what does she add to <laughs> the movie that's true her character isn't really there much other than oh that sweet cat calling that we got to see by the pool work funny enough yeah, first good point she was just like the last, know what we're doing. the last person that i recast because i'm like is it even worth it yeah and i do She's have a question not- so once the once the family finally pulls out after the house implodes into the nether regions or whatever mm-hmm. it is um I swear to God that they pull out without her in the car, the oldest sister, daughter, and then she's in the car later. No, they yell, what, get in, whatever you're Yeah, 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 they pick her up. She's there just screaming, Ah, what's happening? Did she get in, though? She's getting back from Tiffany's thinking everything's cool. Now I feel like (laughs) I got to rewatch it now that Jordan says that because I remember being like, wait a second. I know that they were implying that they picked her up, but did I see her get in the car? I don't know. I don't think she got in the car. She definitely was in the car later when we were pulling up to the motel. Yeah, well, yeah, we definitely got, we, like, Grandpa Simpson, we forgot him again. You know, we went back and we got him. <laughs> but, you know, we're all at the hotel in the end. The dog knows what's up. It left the even dog, with Robbie. They always the know dog what's kn- up. The dog dogs know. always know but what's up. They can just, sense a storm and a poltergeist. Any spirits, I believe. Just to reiterate, though, they do stay in that house way too long after they get way Carol Ann back. Like, you don't take the time I to get a moving truck. Though. You just, like, you get out. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the most annoying thing, it does seem like they were moving pretty quick. So I'm like, okay, get your stuff, get it, get out. We think we're okay. But then Steve goes to work. Yep. And he comes back. It seems like I'll be in and out. It looks like 12 hours later, yeah. his mom takes a bath. The mom takes a bath and just leaves those kids in the, the suck room, yep. the suck closet again. It's like everything oh, yeah, is just That was so fine. traumatic. We're never using that room again. I'm not leaving my kids out of my sight in this house until yeah. we're out at of least here. For, at least for... Days slash weeks until I feel and, oh, you're, st- oh, you're Robbie, staying. Honey, you're staying keep, with everybody. Let's keep that I clown mean, up for just a little. Let's not pack that up just yet. You love the clown. <laughs> yeah. It strangled. Yeah. It strangled him. Jeez. One of the most messed up well, things. Here, they took it with him to the next house. Still, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that cl- yeah, yeah. It does show. I, I believe it shows up in the in the second. I was just joking. It's in the there. Oh wow! <laughs> no, here's the craziest thing. Okay, I assumed that. Oh, this shouldn't be too long of a move because at least two upstairs room got all sucked into that closet and taken away to wherever the poltergeist came from but nope they reset up the room they put that little chair and they're like hey let's get that clown back up i know robbie's let's gonna love going to right at him <laughs> <laughs> yeah the two twin beds are uh, gone but we just bought two new ones from serta <laughs> yeah <laughs> they definitely reset up a room with new stuff right before they moved yeah, just, just maybe get out and buy house. new stuff there that's probably the and, solution i mean even even mr uh, uh freeling was like he was hurting his back moving boxes i thought they were trying to get the hell out of dodge yeah no nah, they're just ready to play ready to play ready to play like like i thought we were getting in and getting out and then on top of that so the mom's like i'm gonna take a bath and then after like we've got poltergeist are back or they never left she takes i I think an unnecessary. She shouldn't even be by the pool. I know she's trying to get her neighbor, but that whole her falling into the pool, it's unnecessary. And I blame her. Well, I blame her for that whole. Ha- she's I trying to get help. The, she's out of the house by that point. She can't open the door. It's the eighties. You can't reliably call anyone. So the first moment when she's like, when they're looking for uh, Carol Ann, 
and they can't find her anywhere. And she's like, oh, fuck, the pool. I told you about the pool. She goes, uh, he goes and dives in the pool. How big is that deep end? He like he goes he, underwater. Yeah, he does disappear. Kind of is that a twenty foot deep end? Just goes from five foot to like. He it is, also seems like, like a at, the, at the beginning they are joking that I might check for pools. Any pool I remember back does in the day, it? there it, there was no gradual. Yeah. It was shallow to deep. That's okay. a great point, Jordan. Like, and I missed that. It. That one actually checks. I feel like. Pools used to have deep ends. You don't see it anymore. And if you do remember, at the beginning of the movie, he's talking about getting a diving board in to go back to his diving day. So maybe he needs a little extra depth. Sure. Okay. Point taken. But I guess what I'm saying, it's not all aquatic center life that we grew up with or whatever kids have now. It was just shallow deep. to death. Dangerous. Just dropped. <laughs> dropped into like a quarry type situation. Watering hole. Real deep. Couldn't see the bottom. Having that said, if it was that deep, you would definitely like hit a maybe skeleton. those. Yeah, he's, you would get a lot of skeletons. It seems like unless they were just the, under the surface. The, uh, uh, you know, harvesting implements. The the tools have dug up some skeletons already. S- something. Yeah, I you mean, would think so. Hmm. Oh, I do have a question. This one actually confused me. And it turns out I kind of figured it out. Was all the jewelry that we were finding dropping through the ceiling? Was that the skeletons in their house? Was that what we were dealing with? Huh. Uh, I, he didn't recognize. I didn't know where that jewelry so. was coming from. I thought it was yeah, just. Okay. I thought it was just coming from their house. Like yeah, they, they were looking for their, Yeah, they were looking from the for the portal and where it was coming from. It was the closet. But it was. Oh, can I give can I give that. a favorite movie that uh, the line reading that I wasn't prepared for, but that I really like sure. when the mom's about to go in. Yes, uh, I know what you're about to say here. Yeah, yeah. This part's so, actually so, funny. What what's her name? What's our what's our little Tan, gal's uh, name? Tan, t- Tangerina. Yeah, Tangerina's like, I'm gonna go and give me the rope, and then the you've mom never and done the dad's this before. like, you've never done this before. Mark, give it to me. Neither have you. And then she's like, you're right. Well, you go you're in. Right. <laughs> you're right. I like that. Was that. Funny. I like that lady. Yeah, good, good call. She's like, good call. There, there was another point like that. I think it was Ryan. Who was talking about like, yeah, I've seen some shit. Like, there's a little matchbox car rolled across the floor, pretty crazy. And then they open the door to like fucking Carol Ann's room, and shit's going like, shit's going <laughs> like, fucking crazy. And he's does. like, oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, Craig T. Nelson's just like super casual about it too. Like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, here you Check go. Check this out. <laughs> Check this shit out. <laughs> um, they're I, they're two they're two patent. Passive's not the right thing, yeah, so they do get the poltergeist. They're real casual about the situation, especially when um the mom's talking to to Doctor Lesh. It's like, hey, we're just having some drinks in, in the living room. Stuff. No, yeah, I love even the way the doctor go, says, "I'm terrified," then takes a pull. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. She's like, "I don't <laughs> need a cup. I brought my own." Yeah. yeah, don't worry about me. I got my own. I travel. I totally like to get you some fucking joints, but we're bone dry since our. Kids' closet sucked out all her supply. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just had one thing. Just like once they meet Tangerine, just like, can I get you like some, some tea, some, some throat coat, or like, oh, that's your <laughs> voice. Oh shit, <laughs> you don't need the cough drop. Got it. Uh, I love that lady. Yeah, I don't know she, if she's been in anything else. She killed everything she's ever been in. She was by far the pr- hardest person to recast. Oh, for sure. I think. Yeah, apparently, there was a, a, a scene in Casper. Where they're supposed to like, she was supposed to be in like a little spot where they kind of nod to this character. It's the cameos at the beginning when they're all coming in to see the house, and we have uh, the Ghostbusters, right, right, right. And she's supposed um, to be like, "Don't go to the light," and they, they, oh, they so, it, but... yeah, very confusing messaging there too. They're like, "Go to the light, don't go to the light." Go to the light yeah. Oh, she totally just ran oh, straight to the light. Yeah, that's yeah. very confusing. Yeah, there's two things that I don't, I, I, I do want to say. One, this is a really good. Uh, 
early uh, Halloween movie gets you in the spirit. It got me to be like, oh, maybe I'll try some more scary movies now. It's not too much. It's it, what's it's fun not a is Halloween it is. Movie, though, is it? No, it's not at all Halloween movie. But it's like it's, it's scary. It's movie. creepy enough and spooky enough that it set me in the mood. It and plays all year I think round. it's in this. I think it's in the sweet side of it's. It's truly a PG thirteen movie, so it's just scary enough where you're like, oh, it's a little spooky. It's eighties PG. Actually, it was supposed to be. Uh, yeah, 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 I don't know if you guys talked about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 um, okay. Um, I think I'm <laughs> on better my... Wi-Fi now. Sorry about that. You're good earlier, but um... hey, I'm just happy that it's not me holding everybody up for the first time Fuck in a off. while. Um... <laughs> And one last thing. Do you guys remember the we're here being way, way further oh, on in the movie? I thought I it was like there at the here. end of the movie when the, like, no. Yeah. I thought it was at least the second time, but no, it's right away. Right, there. right off the bat. What was you guys' fa- like favorite, like, I don't know if I want to say effect or scene or scare. What was your favorite part of the movie, maybe? The most 80s part of the movie is when he rips his face off. I was going to say that yeah. too, maybe. Yeah. yeah. The meat scene is good. I actually liked... For me, it's uh, when Diane, towards the end, is kind of getting drug across the walls and the ceiling. I thought oh, they, that is oh, some yeah. fun I effect. They did yeah. that pretty seamlessly. Mm-hmm. I agree. It feels very '80s when we actually see the poltergeist really yell at everybody in the face, like that type of visual effect. The big devil head feels coming like, out. It was the it yeah. Was the beast that story. feels like Indiana himself. Jones. Very like Ghostbustery kind of. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was a big real head that came out of the like closet. It was a real. Practical yeah, effect, yeah, but you. they had to like shoot it underwater, What's, probably. I do and, love like, a practical effect. It. It's what we're here for. Yeah, it's good. After everything settles down, when uh, when the Bobby, what's it, what's the son's name? Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. When Robbie gets taken, I'm like, I don't even feel that bad. I don't like that kid at all. <laughs> Take him into the TV too. Take everybody in the TV. <laughs> oh, and a little animosity, a little too much heavy handed on the uh, Star Wars figurines. I get He's it. A fan. We're all it was the time. Okay, it was a big movie. Okay, Jordan. okay. Like that checks. Okay, too. that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's right. know if there's right. anything in particular we missed about the movie you wish we had to talk about, but we're going to move it on to recasting. Recasting. How low'd you go? Mark, I think you went a little lower than me. Give me your randos. Um, did you guys have the, like, the boss man? No, I like, didn't. Who, nope. Mm-mm. Christopher Walken. Okay, interesting. Um, give me, uh, uh, catch me if you can, Martin Sheen. I'm going to go Martin Sheen. I'm a, okay. Oh, I like that. Two mice fell in a bucket of, <laughs> bucket of cream. Where are you if going? You're doing, uh, if you're doing walking, I'm just, I'm just doing a six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> let's move it on to, let's do Ryan and Marty, the two paranormal investigators. Uh, I'm just going to do mine as a group. I did Anthony Michael Hall as the guy with the mustache that tears his face off. And I just wanted a Samuel Jackson from like uh, Jurassic Park kind of in there. So we're still not bald, but with hair, Samuel Jackson. Yep. Cigarette dangling okay. as long as could be. Oh, yeah. With, Samuel Jackson. With the mustache. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Everybody hold on to your butts. Okay. I did uh, Domhnall Gleeson. Ooh, I like that. And my Ryan was um, Theo Huxtable, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Okay. I like that. I like I that. Go for that. Uh, how about Dana, the daughter who's mostly at her friend's house? Oh, I actually had this one. I had a, um, what's her name? Oh, I'm going to have, it's uh, Tracy Gold Tracy from Gold. Growing Pains, the sister on Growing Pains. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know well oh, enough, nice. but I know. Chris, I like that. Uh, I didn't, um, I went face. strictly on looks. I went chalk. I'm going to get it out of here. I went Jennifer Connolly. Okay. We bring her up Very quite a looks bit. looks like, yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, honestly, I don't like my casting much this week, but I did uh, uh, Winona Ryder. Okay. 
I didn't know a writer as well, Cameron. So we're oh, on the nice. same page there. Pew. Like a younger Winona Ryder. She's looks like Winona during Ryder the times. needs more credit than this character got. How about uh, so far? How about Robbie? I'm gonna throw mine away because I don't like it. The son. I did Sean Astin, just a young Sean Astin, younger maybe than I've seen him. I don't know. I did the youngest Corey Feldman you can get. Oh, I thought about it just because it'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I did uh, one of the Culkin kids. The 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 Kieran, the, not Kieran. Uh, Kieran. What's the one from Signs? Yeah, that yeah, that's one. That's the one I it's, was. Nobody thinking. knows his name, but we know he's uh, Funny enough, Culkin? I did think about doing Mark Haim to your Corey Feld or your Corey Haim to your Corey Feldman. Go on, no, Mark. Sorry, no. I went uh, Michael Paul Lookinland, which is just Bobby Brady. Okay. okay. <laughs> I actually like that the most. Yeah, I like that too. I also made a side note any kid from Bad News Bears. Yeah, that works the original. Too. Just any one of them. Okay. It's the hair okay. thing you're reading into. Sure. It makes sense. Yeah, could have been any uh, of them. How about Tangina? Tangia? Tan- so hard. So Guys, hard. this was a hard one. This I, hard I honestly think I didn't she's have one. I'll come up with off the cuff. Here's the closest I think I could get. It's not a voice, but I gave you Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Weird. I get where you're coming from. Right? I like for I, weirdness. For weirdness. I didn't know even know where to come from, so I'm not happy with that. But that's what I got. What'd you guys do? I have a, such a random one, and okay. I don't know if this is allowed. Do you guys remember? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, of course. Okay. Do you remember the reoccurring character Sardo? He's a yeah, man. Of course yeah. I do. That's who I'm recasting. <laughs> okay. And I love it. I'll take it. I like that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you a weird one. Here's here's what I thought. All right. Um, I went Linda Hunt. You're going to know her from our most notable uh, recent episode. She's the principal in Kindergarten Cop. Um, she's that little lady. Okay. All right. Um, but I also went real life Truman Capote. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure that's the closest we can get to voice her. and size. Okay. Real life Truman Capote. I like it. Dan- Danny DeVito. I, I'm well, <laughs> I thought about that. That felt... I. That was a that was a body double. I get it. And I definitely thought about that. He did the stunts. <laughs> he would really kill that line. No, you're right. You go you're in. Going. He. <laughs> uh, Doctor Lesh. I kind of. This is the only one I like. Sigourney Weaver. Oh. Oh yeah. Enough. We got I all right. Recast. So somebody else. Oh, you're the mom. Yeah. yeah. That's the I mom. respect that. Oh, I like that. Cameron. I I like my I like my Doctor Lesh. I don't know if anybody will recognize her. Her name's Haley Mills. She played Miss Bliss on the early um, Saved by the Bells. She's the teacher. Oh, yeah. I can't. And that's actually pretty solid. I, I can't exactly remember what she looks like, but yeah, I'll take it. Miss Bliss. I she mean, looks pretty close to this. <laughs> <laughs> Is she one of the um, original? Yeah, she's one of the original Parent Trap girls. Oh. oh, yeah. There you go. She is. Well, she's both of them. Sure. Oh, they did that back she, then? Got yeah, it. yeah, Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Got so, it, got Herb, it. she's also the parent trap girl. Uh, uh, mirrors. Mirrors is how they did that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Angela Lansbury. Oh, I like that actually a lot. I can go with that. How about Carol Ann? Hear me out. Uh, a very pale, haunting Dakota Fanning. Damn it! I had we Dakota all went Fanning. Dakota Fanning. I wrote it down myself. It's the best young blonde actress we could think of, She's other than creepy. her sister. <laughs> I was also thinking. Um, uh, I I forget her name now, but the the girl from the live action How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, that little Cindy yeah. Lou Who. <laughs> Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. I literally said that it's when she came. Like this is fucking Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, that's she gave me that vibe. I can go no, with that. I mean, like. It sucks when you when you read the casting what ifs on accident and you're like, that's just yeah. I came across yeah, the Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I actually I 
I mean, obviously, it would have been like the same Drew Barrymore for E.T. Yep. E.T. But I like that That's better. Because this character, the, e. the, 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 the Carol Ann actually She was really unlikable. I don't like yeah, it. She was unlikable. And the straight bang. R.I.P. The straight guys. Let's make sure it's not besmircher, maybe. Jesus <laughs> Christ. She's yeah. like 12. I'm not talking that yeah, she deserved like, to die. I'm not saying I didn't like her, Cameron. I, yeah, I just didn't like the character. She seemed like a fine lady. Moving on to Diane, the mom. I've never used her. Sharon Stone. Okay, I like that. See, I'm with. Bah, bah, I did. I did Cameron's Sigourney Weaver, but I think Cameron forgets how hot Sigourney I'm Weaver was Sigourney in the I'm using Sigourney Weaver now. I know. I'm I not know. using 80 Sigourney Weaver in this. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Ghostbusters yeah. one Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, sure. Or a little uh, alien Sigourney Weaver. Yep. Let's see if you can guess by this. By this. Uh, uh, Indy. Uh, Karen Allen. I Karen wrote it right down. It's Karen Allen. Ooh, that, I like that, that. That one wins. I like that. I, I specifically, I'm like, oh, from the moment, I'm like, that's Karen Allen. Uh, finally, Steve, who'd you have? I think we all had Ed O'Neill. Damn it. <laughs> nope. Okay. I'm going to actually. Okay. No, but that's good. Ed O'Neill's great. I like that a lot. For the sole reason that, pick, that it's actually. just 90s coach yeah. of uh, Craig T. Nelson and Ed O'Neill's yeah. married with children. Yeah. I just, Very, I, just I don't hate thing. that. I was thinking they also oh, had uh, si- they, they had similar career resurgence too because Ed O'Neill did Modern Family yep. and then uh, Craig T. Nelson was in Parenthood. True. Oh wow. Um, so I'm um, piggybacking off of uh, the Karen Allen who I also had. I'm just doing Harrison Ford and I think he'd do really I at had, it. That was my first one before Jordan, Ed O'Neill he's popped my, in. Did you have it too, Mark? He's my B. So I'm glad you at least mentioned it so we can so we can get that out there. I did uh, da, 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 James Woods. Oh no. That was our recasting. Let us know what you thought of it, but we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore. Top four. Mount Rushmore. Top four. Welcome to Mount Rushmore. This week, we're doing famous hauntings or hauntings families for movies. We left it pretty wide open, but, you know, it's the spooky month. Chris is our guest. He's going first. What's your favorite haunting movie? Guest goes. Uh, I'm gonna go with one that just classically terrified me when I was a kid. Okay, and that is uh, the Amityville Horror. Oh, okay. Can't miss it. It's on my list, but it's not definitely. I don't think it's my Mount Mount Rushmore. Thank. Here's a rule of thumb, and this is for everybody listening. If your dad, your spouse, your wife is out there chopping (laughs) a lot of wood, and you guys don't need it, get out of the fucking house. Mom, is dad gonna kill us? We're just gonna have to wait and see. I I don't know. But I will say this, as far as unnecessary remakes go, that one's not that Yeah, bad. I was going to say, it's not like the, the terrible remake of the original. Yeah, but, it, I mean, this may be kind of like uh, like a bullshit. I'm going Beetlejuice. It's as fun oh, as shit, it that gets. That was what I was going to do. Oh, that was gonna sorry. Be one, I was going to go an unconventional yeah. funny one. No, I 100% agree with you. That's maybe no, my favorite. It goes with the most. Yeah. Up there with fun hauntings. It's it's pretty it's, much, I mean, it's that or Casper. Family. I don't necessarily um, think it's a Halloween movie. Casper I know it's adopted by too. the spooky season, but man, it couldn't get more fun than that. No, that's, that's a great Michael pick. Keaton I'm may be pick... one of the few people that could, and I'm thinking about this, it's obviously our, our first Batman, but then also, I think he'd be a great Joker. Let it rip. I agree. Uh, I'm going to pull out. A movie I liked a lot from high school, Haunting in Connecticut. Oh, you always it's did like that, love one. that one. Yeah, it's it's a creepy it's one. It's a good creep. I mean, like it's not. They kind of go into a little bit more of uh, like 
the Necromancy. quote unquote signed, you know, ectoplasm coming out of people's bodies. It was a good and, creepy. Yeah. It, it had kind of twist. That it, it was a nice surprise. Sorry, I'm picking uh, the Omen. Ugh, oh, that's that good. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a little more devilly than uh, the haunting, but it's he's definitely terrorizing. Sure, the entire... but just ha- haunted family. Like it's it's the son. That it's fits the, in there. I saw the original one at my friend's house in like fourth grade. That fucked with me for a while. I did not like it. Ooh, didn't like it. I mean, it's it's a pretty. Straight remake. It was a while after you watched that where you kept going, it's all for you, Damien. <laughs> when we were kids? Around the house. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. It affects everybody differently. That. God, that one fucked with me. If the, <laughs> if the shoe fits, you know. <laughs> uh, another cl- like just good ghost movie from back in the day, uh, Kevin Bacon, Stir of Echoes. I thought it's about good, that. Just, I did think about that. It's a good mystery, just kind of ghost story. It's good. It is, that is a creepy one. What else you guys got? Honorable mentions. Uh, honorable mentions, I did Nicole Kidman's The Others. I just really like that one, and I don't care if anybody else does. I left it off the list because I Did thought anybody, you would say it. Yeah. Anybody pick like Sinister or The Conjuring? I had Conjuring as gonna, honorable, just because no, it is a good, good. family. Uh, conjuring for, haunting for like modern. Know. It's like probably the best modern like haunting thing other than uh, Paranormal Activity. I'm gonna put that above it, maybe in my opinion. But all these all these possession movies. I do have to say, I forgot to say this uh, earlier in the episode. The older I get, if if all my family's safe and not stuck inside the TV. Moving really does suck, and you're going to ride it out for a lot longer than you think. <laughs> That's true. Especially if you own. Sort of do, how do we feel The Shining fits into the category? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to, right? It's the hotel that makes him kill, but like it's all the ghosts and stuff. I yeah. was going to say, like, is it, it on here? Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a ghost. It's yeah. Is that like a perennial watch for you guys? Not, really, not really. really. I mean, I like I it. I do not really. It's a great movie, but it's not perennial. I, I'll actually argue that it's more of a winter watch for me. True. I would have maybe yeah, I'm, I'm saying like January, yeah. February. I'm watching The Shining, and those are kind of hard to come by. The like the the uh, the yeah. wintry uh, horror watches. The, so that's especially that's ones that aren't um, like your scary Christmas movie. This is like Cabin yeah. Fever. I'm murdering my family. You know, and it's Kubrick, so it's a whole thing. What do you got? What do you guys think about? Um, like some something a little more lighthearted, like Nebercrack the Nebercracker. I thought about uh, that. Monster House. Yeah. Or like like oh well, Casper yeah, those are a little more Casper monster-y. counts. We That's a Casper. Casper yeah. counts. Casper counts. Honorable mention: Crimson Peak, the Guillermo del Toro movie. Uh, it looked good, but it was just a bad movie. Uh, Let's see. That's kind of actually all I had on my list here. An American Haunting. That was okay. Oh yeah, I do. Have, Haunting of Hill House. I do have one problem with I mean, the Conjuring. TV, but... Um, they show the witch too much. It's too present. Everything nowadays shows too much, little, and that's the problem. Yeah. Babadook. Mm. Baba. Oh, that's a, never that's seen a the good Babadook. One. Still, that's that's check a, it out. That's a good fit. Yeah, I guess that fits into the category for okay. sure. Okay. Well, this Let's was a fun somebody... watch for me. I enjoyed the poultry yeah. guys. I look forward to what else yeah. we do. Nightmare Before Christmas, and then Child's Play. Child's Play. Child's Play. Ooh, Chucky. Let us know what you thought of our favorite haunted families in horror. Let us know some of yours out there. Thanks for listening to our take on Poltergeist. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Rate and review. That always helps. If you want more content out there, make sure you check out I'm Not Crazy, Urban Hermit, The High Wire Podcast, and of course, more cult classics. Until then, we'll check you on the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.